five words for you that remind me of you and it's kindness, it's patience, it's honesty, it's accountability and it's love. How's everybody feeling? It saved me doing this podcast in a way that I don't say lightly. Like I was not in a good place mentally. Can I be honest? I suggested that for that very reason. For you to understand you're never, you're never alone. Who in this room feels lonely? Raise your hands. The acceptance of what is is the first step to any type of transformational change. There has been times where I want to validate what I feel my own sense of manhood is. I know you can see a version of me that's this, but I don't, that's not who I am. I'm not, I'm not that thing, I'm not that thing. You are a spirit, you live in a body, and you have a soul. Spill the special. Now streaming only on thinkedenmedia.com. Bang, bang. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spill with myself, Lucas Jones, and... Sean Williams. Nice to see you. Thank you. First of all, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Things kind of blew up. Um, thank you for everyone that's been recently getting involved in our stuff and enjoying our content and sharing and commenting. And we have some crazy, beautiful messages that we've been sending back and forth like, brothers, is this happening? They've actually been killing me <laughs> and i mean that in the nicest in the nicest possible way um and most of you will probably kind of surmise this from our dynamic and stuff but we really are kind of trying to do something that is organic like our usp we always said this our usp is authentication that the listener will decide whether these guys are 100 percent or they are full of the biggest amount of genetically modified baloney <laughs> luke's and we said we'd live and die by that yeah do you yeah. know what i'm saying 100 percent, man. and um i i want to tell the story about you setting up the tiktok because it's powerful and what you don't know is five days before that i was at my barber's big up donny baresi uh acd and don's was just like um bro you know what you'd be sick on tiktok you know oh really yeah but, but luke's I'm, as you know, I teach as well, and I'm so sick of telling my students to give me their phone and, and come yeah, off TikTok yeah, yeah, and yeah. things. It's, running, it's ruining your mind. Get away from it. <laughs> so I just kind of dismissed them. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, don't you? Just don't mash up man's hairline, innit? Wicked. Keep, keep, keep <laughs> Watch that fade, bro. I'm trying to hear about TikTok right now. Then, <laughs> you're so silly. Then you hit me like five days later and you're just like, broski, just so you know, like I've set us up a TikTok account and, you know, I think it'd be cool. And Lucas, I remember just being like, cool, yeah, wicked, wicked, yeah, do your thing, Lucas. Whatever happens, happens. Because in my head, I'm like, mate, it's YouTube, it's Spotify. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's crazy though? I, so for anyone that is only just getting just hearing about us now or, get, or listening to us now, essentially what happened was we dropped a video on TikTok, <laughs> just blew about, blew crazy, hit like a million views almost straight away. And then we've been inundated since we're just the craziest. I keep feeling the urge to look at the camera now, there's three of them. It's like, well, everyone's in the room. There's, with there's us. way too much machinery. Like, <laughs> way too much We machinery. had one good video, all of yeah. a sudden, there's <laughs> machineries in here. We got lights. 15 crew, man. <laughs> crazy. Bro, I'm shout out to Jam as well, behind the camera. Jam, Come I'm going to tag him right here. Come on. Come Big on. love. Anyways, so. Um, I, I was like reluctant to even start the TikTok because I, I can't, I'm going to be real honest. I had the idea that it was like for kids. 
Yes. And I don't mean that even disrespectfully. No. Because the kids know what they're talking about. And but the kids we've are grown. But yeah, I'm, yeah. We're, what, we're, what the heck are we doing on TikTok? TikTok? I, thought, I thought it was all TikTok dances and challenges. And I was like, listen. Ain't nobody got time for I'm that. I'm actually an artist. So, um, I, I, <laughs> and then jumped on. And there's like a beautiful community of, well, first, the comment section is the most loving, expressive, open dynamic I've ever seen in any social media platform ever. Well, we'll talk about that because I, I, I ain't even. Luke's <laughs> running the account, people. I ain't even there like that. But what he said, I've been sending the highlights, bro. And I got the notifications off because I know what I'm like, bro. It's it's so tense to keep refreshing but, that page, bro, bro. Can I be honest? Like, and we will break this down. Yeah, yeah, guys. What a lot of you don't realize is is when you were engaging with the video and it was just doing what it was doing. Lucas is fully on set in Bulgaria shooting. It, bro, it was the perfect, perfect dynamic. You say that, but me on set doing my job and then my phone overheating and having a million notifications <laughs> in the space of like 10 days. But literally a million. Of, bro, like, so I was sat in, I had, I had a long day. I was shooting a, uh, I was shooting a job and I was on harnesses all day doing loads of wire work in the air. So I was tired, man. I was, I was doing his Spider-Man thing. I was, yeah, I was, I loved I was that all up so in my much. Peter Parker, bro. <laughs> I loved that. There's my guy holding a rope at the back. I was just like, no, stay on the floor, player. Shouts to the stunt team in Boyana. Whoa, whoa. I'll come back to that. But yeah, anyway, so I was up in the... Um, there's this, there's this beautiful hotel, man. It's a beautiful job. I was in Bulgaria for like nine days. And I was in this like sky bar restaurant. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, sitting yeah. there, I'm tired. And I'm like, kind of ready for bed. And I'm scrolling through Instagram. And I see someone tag you in something. I was like, TikTok? That's not TikTok. What are you talking about? So I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. And I, I had notifications off on TikTok. Because I, I just didn't want to, I, I didn't really want my phone to be blown with that. And I didn't really pay much time. I hadn't logged in for like three days. I just left it. And then the phone started popping. And I was like, bro, have you seen this? And I rushed down to the hotel room and I FaceTimed you straight away. I was like, bro, this video's kind of going, bro. And, and it, like, what's so beautiful about it is it's not just that, like, it's one thing to have, like, a viral TikTok video. That's one thing. That, that's, that's, like, that's a, that feels good. I release some endorphins and serotonin and you're like, oh, cool, I'm, I'm validated. But people have been following through and listening to the whole, yeah. not just not the whole episode of that one, yeah. the entire series, yeah. nine episodes so far. Yeah. And reaching out and being like, thank you so much. It's been, like, we cannot express to you how much that means to us because all we ever intend to do with this yeah. was just open a dialogue about how we feel about some stuff and what we've been through and to create that space for people to get involved in the conversation I don't want it to ever sound like we're being like here's the keys to life and you need oh, to do, 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 do. How, how can we have the keys to something we ain't complete I don't know what's going on we haven't we haven't even got like halfway through Lucas do, do you know what I mean so yeah. there, there is no keys there's only this is what I discovered this is what I learned this is what I proved through these checkpoints yeah the one thing we've always said and, and we've taught together and done many things together and I always say to my students, hold everything that I say in suspicion until you go and prove this for yourself. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. Because until you have that experience, it does not become real to you. Yeah. It doesn't become real. And I said to someone um, who was, they, you know, they were sharing with me about what they'd seen with the TikTok and stuff. And um, they're like, you know, because TikTok's great for that. You know, you know, I had a friend that, you know, she she was doing these dances and did a little duh. And she's like, you know, she puts her hood on and she dances. And I said, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. I said, but what we're doing isn't that. Mm. Like, I'm not doing something that's entertaining to pull you out of a moment. Mm. I'm bringing, or we're talking about what really scares you and asking you, are you brave enough to deal with the reality of that. Are you brave enough to talk about the things that you've buried quite deep because 
in that moment, it was really painful. And the reality mm. is, um, if you ask most people from kind of just, you know, what I hear, Too Fake is terrible. Like proper Too Fake. It's terrible. Oh, it's one of the worst bands I've heard. I've seen my older brother, bless him, like deal with Too Fake. And sometimes he's looked at me like someone just put me out of my misery, like knock me out really? now. So then, do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. when you've kind of got that pain and you've got it anesthetized over here the last thing you're trying to do is, is to run a little you know sensitivity through that little pain canal there. you're like no 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 no, leave that alone yeah yeah and for people to kind of be so cool in terms of dude some of the comments um people's childhoods their experiences their their desire to want to try again and to fight again yeah man and sometimes, Lucas, when you'd send me little screenshots and stuff, I'd sit there and I'd just be like, it's too much. Mm. I actually, like, there was a couple of times where, and this is going to sound crazy, I was like, I'm going to stop this. Like, this is too much. <laughs> so I'm getting off the train. <laughs> let me off. Let me off. Now. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Please don't make me go. Because it, it was, um, it put, the question and it put the ball back in my court and was just like then if you know when you play poker mm. and they go right I match you and I raise you mm-hmm. and then like they've matched us so we're now, now going we're like, we got to raise it again shit I got my wallet on me yeah bro 100% no, no I hear yeah man I want, like what you were saying about people trying yeah. I think the thing that's been most the, the most revealing thing about this entire last couple of weeks and the, the level of openness and public therapy people are trying to seek is it feels like i think on social media at the moment there's a real to to look at it from my perspective before this experience we're going through it felt like people are are becoming more disconnected from from uh purpose seeking and healing and and trying to be open it feels like we're sort of falling into a a strange space of completely numbing ourselves with media constantly and and it's not that that's not what's happening at all i've realized people are desperate for any opportunity to be like I want to understand what's happening. I want to, I want to speak my soul. I want to speak about the, the traumas I've been through yeah. and share that with everyone. And it's actually given me, a, it's really flipped my perspective on social media because this is a good thing. It's, it's a good thing that's happening. I don't mean that, I don't mean that in a like that self-validation way for us. I mean that in a way of like the, the reading through the comments and how humbling it is, is a good thing. There's nothing vapid about that. And that's been a beautiful thing. So I genuinely thank you to everyone who's been, Reaching out on that basis. I want to talk about trying. That thing you said about people trying, like, and enduring, and and how we can get through the craziness of the world right now. It feels yes. like there's an elephant in the room, that there's a war going on. And we spoke about this yesterday, and we were like, do we want to address yeah. that there's a war going on? Because I'm not qualified to delve into the specifics of that complication. And do you know why I think you said that? Because a lot of the time, when we talk about issues that are hard, we try and justify our right to speak about it by having all of the information. Mm. Mm. And you can only control what's within your control. So by and large, that's us. <laughs> so yeah. I, I can't, um, I can't speak for Vlad Vader and what his <laughs> manifesto is. Yeah. Even though the fruit of his action tells me what's going on in his heart. So if nature predicates culture, culture sets standards and standards execute protocol. I understand that the nature that is residing 
within his heart that is sitting on the consciousness of his soul has nothing to do with love, joy, peace, patience to endurance, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, or self-control. Which is temperance. None of it. None of it. Which means that you are trying to breed a culture that is intrinsically toxic. Mm. Now, that's your choice. Because the one thing we all have that cannot be violated is choice. But that then brings into sharp focus my choice. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Purpose isn't something you capture. It captures you. But you can aid the process by being available and investing in your gift, purifying the intention of its use every day. Because like your gift, purpose leaves traces. Love. Light. And pure intention. Spill Volume 1. Available on paperback. From thinkedenmedia.com. How you want to respond to that in the world? What do you put back into the war? And so what we, we are now faced with is the reality of us. And the biggest fight that we all will face in our life, Lucas, is against the person in the mirror because they are the enemy that lies behind the walls. Mm. They know mm. your fears, your doubts, your strengths, your comforts. And that's the enemy that knows your whole artillery. Mm. Do you understand? Completely. On every level of a war that you can have with yourself, that's the enemy that knows the key and the answer. So then that means that that enemy is an enemy you fight on the basis of will. Mm. Which is why I said I was so humbled because it was the trying it was, imagine a boxer, and Jam, you love fighting. Not like that, but in terms of... God, yeah, man, 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 <laughs> man's always in a tick. He's always like, I'm, uh, like, I'm a bit nervous it's here, actually, but I'm going to mention Jam. It's, the, the hardest thing is is when you see a person, and you boys were, were talking about it, because um, in the basis of the production you were doing for, for that guy who was kind of putting on charity fights and stuff, but you saw like halfway through the first show, just like we actually have to come out of this because the right things aren't in place for people to be safe. People getting hurt. So imagine you get I'm knocked out, they bring you the they bring you back round and then you go, put me back in. Yeah. That's how those comments hit me. Because these are people that have been laid out. Oh my Lord. Lucas, eyes rolling the back of their head, don't know where they are and a little smelling salts come in and they're like, and they're like, where am I? And they're like, okay, cool just been knocked out yeah it's okay can you tell me what your name is they can't even tell you what their name is but they're like let me go back and fight yeah yeah and that's why i was so humbled by it because we can sit here and go okay our usp's authenticity and you know we we want people to decide whether it's but when it goes past that and it reignites the spark to try mm. to fight their will comes back that's something I want to us to sort of maybe try and connect. Yeah. And they're like a lot of the comments. So we, we post a video and at first it was hard to give the full context of the conversation that comes before and after those moments. Cause it's a one minute video as is the problem with social media, I suppose. Um, and that what's missed in that context is sometimes the nuance that would answer the 
criticisms that might come towards you. If you know what I'm saying, so like in like when you've got an hour's conversation yeah. and you put sixty seven words in, and then a person thinks that the sixty seconds is the base of it, and you really want to go, I hear you, but if you listen to the whole thing, <laughs> and not and like I'm, I've been trying to do that, and not even in a way of like click the link in our bio, but like no 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 for real, like click the link in our bio so you can actually you get the context and nuance for what we're talking but about. We love you too, sixty second people. You, it's all good. Really do, really it's do. But good. but it, it brings up some interesting conversations because. A lot of the ones, so for example, we posted a video about um, forgiving parents. Yeah. Now, we weren't talking about abusive parents. Uh, it, we were talking about, like... The, you know the, my dad phoned me and was like... <laughs> is that is, son? Is, is, is something happened I don't know about? I'm like, Pop, listen. It's, and I said to my dad, I said, Dad, do you listen to the whole thing? He said, what, the video? I go, yeah, the, the, the hour podcast. Long one. Yeah. He goes, no, no, I just saw that. I said, Dad, go listen to the whole... I had to text my dad as well because I was like, um, I was actually picking you up the whole way through, and, and I just wanted to make sure. But what's so, so interesting is that people will see that six seconds and, and completely respectfully, rightfully so, will be like, yeah. "Well, you don't know what my parents did to me," and that is an incredibly interesting thing for us to talk about yeah. because at what point do you have to say, "Whatever's happened to me in my past, whatever's happened, yeah. I have to get up." I have to try because so many of us carry our traumas around and we add them and, and, and we have this huge bag on our backs for our entire lives yeah. and we never release the idea. And, and this is the thing, a lot of the, and a lot of the comments said this beautifully, like it's not about accountability is important. It's not about acceptance of that accountability, about accountability from that person. It's about you accepting what happened yeah. and that you now cannot change that. No. You can't go back in time and change that. What you can do is move forward. That's all you can do. And if you don't do that, you, lo- you lose your life and the, the enemy wins because you, you stay trapped in that cycle of anger and bitterness and hatred your entire life. Yeah. And people will still hear that and be like, but you don't know what happened to me. Yeah. And they're right, man. I don't. I don't. Like, I, so the, what I would consider to be the greatest traumas in my life and I, and I would think that they're worth, they're noteworthy for myself, some people, there'd always be people who've been through a far, far harder time. And it's hard to speak to that and be like, I can't say that if I'd been through that, I'd be able to get up. Mm. And I, I thought maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, they were some of the hardest, um, what's the one I'm looking for? Interactions to deal with. Mm. Uh, because and do you know what this is going to sound weird it was also quite nice in a self-awareness way at the same time because mm. I realised we're still human I, I yeah. in the, when you read those messages and for that split second you're like oh my gosh this person thinks I don't care about what's happened to them yeah and, yeah. and you've got that kind of that intense feeling of like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh and then you went there you're like calm down <laughs> like <laughs> this is this is a comment and a statement someone's put, but well done for for keeping humanity. That's that's nice mm. because sometimes mm. I think um, we have a surface level of humanity mm. that we, we have to look like we care. Mm. But as long as we look like we care, we don't really have, mean, you to. have to do anything. You can just sort of say the stuff. Yeah, and um, I I agree with you com- completely. I think that there is. That level of empathy with a person's pain is what opens the platform and the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what, if anything, I loved about the comment section, that it's not divisive. 
Do you understand? Because yeah. I've seen people disagree and it get really nasty. But and it's disagreeing. It's not argue. It's not that sort of left and right political it's, thing. It's like, well, I think about. I think this. What do you think? And that's the thing. I'm not telling you this is what truth is. Mm, mm. This is what you should think. Mm. There's no room for manoeuvre or for interaction yes. or converse. Yes. So when you have that, then what I saw was testimony and counter-testimony. Mm. I grew up um, and within my cultural surroundings and settings, a statement that was often made is it we overcome by the word of our testimony. Oh, unpack that, unpack that, please. Okay, so if you overcome by the word of your testimony, it means that you release the thing that you thought you were going to lose to and you speak about the process because by speaking about the process, that allows you to not only um, overcome it, but it allows someone else to understand what to look for in the initial stage so that they don't have to necessarily go through the same process you go through. Mm. Now, the reason why overcoming by the word of our testimony is what I'd call uh, a more abstract form of conversation is because we don't overcome because we've now uh, moved towards the focus of coping mechanisms. Mm. So if I'm coping... I'm not overcoming because mm. coping means that I do enough to survive. Mm. Makes sense? Mm. So coping is the base rate. Managing becomes the next dimension because when you manage, it means that, okay, cool. I can deal with this because it's within my con my control. Overcoming means I get past it. I conquer it. Mm. And it now is in submission to me. A huge part of that that I've realized recently, yeah. and this has really come from therapy. This is like, this has directly been from CBT exposure therapy that unless you confront the thing that's crushing you, you'll never, ever be free. Yeah. And that's a, that's a terrifying thing for people, especially if you're quite conflict adverse. And if you're like quite, I've grown up to, I was raised to be quite polite. Yeah. And I think I am, I'm quite empathetic if I can say that myself. 100%. And I think I'm, I'm like just an empath. I just sort of feel everyone's pain. And just like, um, but like I, yeah, no, I, and I, I always sort of try and make others feel comfortable in the environment I'm in. And, and in doing that, I think I lost a lot of, I didn't um, feed the skill. I didn't feed that wolf within me to be able to be like, nah, 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 nah you've crossed the line. Very, until very recently. And it's something I'm trying to put into practice more. And when, and when you turn that in on yourself on a um, psychological way, what are the things inside of us that are, that we know we need to, that we know we're being bullied by internally. Wow. We know, we can word. feel it. We can yeah. feel the, it's holding us back in life in so many ways and we're not confronting it. And I, I if you listen to this, I promise you mm. the only way to overcome it is to confront it. And you know that. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. You actually know that. Purpose and plan. We, we, um, you, I should say you, you, you released something yesterday of ours. Um, we, man. Where we were talking. 100%. Um, but I also like people to know that, you know, we, we, we like to gas each other as well. <laughs> no, 100%. Very genuinely. We always that. call it the left and the right hand. Yeah. Because I think when you can get to a place of mutual respect, appreciation, and understanding with, um, someone you work with or, or in, in whatever way you, you share that capacity in that relationship, it it's it's liberating and it's regenerative. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because you push each other to purpose. Um, 
And I think that with what you were saying is that purpose and plan, being on purpose, yeah. means that there is an initiation of a plan. Yes. So sometimes some of what doesn't seem to make sense mm. because we're only present in terms of knowledge of the now. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. And it's only like, imagine you have certain family members that will describe you when you were younger yeah. and you won't be aware of it. And sometimes those insights then lead the, the breadcrumbs to, so that's maybe how I got to this oh, and 100%. to there. Which then means that some of the things you go through, some of the stuff we went through was... A diversion tactic to get you off plan. Whoa. whoa. Because yes. if you understood what the purpose was, there's nothing that would have knocked you off course. Mm. You remember, you know, sometimes when our parents prom promised us something, yeah? And they're like, if you do this, 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 and this, we'll go and do that, that, and that. Yeah. Lucas, Anything could happen. The world could end. And I'd be like, listen, world, you can't end until 4 p.m. this afternoon when mum takes me to thingy because i got to do this. And I've Lucas, got ice cream in the day. I would have fought Armageddon, my bro, and been like, oh, no. <laughs> if you planned at 4 p.m., you have to hold that to 4.45. Like, brother, I would have said, listen, uh-uh-uh, <laughs> bro. Not today, I would have been like, you might need to back up. <laughs> back up. I'm going pirate pizza 10. Bro, do you understand? Why? Because I've already been seeded with what's to come. Mm. So because mm. I know what's to come, it gives me the energy for the struggle of right now. Brother. And that, that's and that's exactly what I think I'm trying to get to with the confrontation thing. Because like the, the child analogy there was perfect because I remember when I was being told when I was a kid, yeah. I was too, what's the word, boisterous. I was too like, like sort of rough and... I remember being this, this like play group thing right when I was like three. I really remember being that age as well, which is strange. But I, I love really that. remember being like two and three. It's weird. Um, and I remember like in the soft play thing, having this big like soft toy and like throwing it at this other kid. <laughs> right? Serious? Yeah, just being like, Doosh, and then getting kicked out of the, of the play group, right? And I was like, oh, okay, so I can't, I can't be violent with you. It's good lesson, good lesson. Learned. I can't be like working you for soft toys. <laughs> but what is what the diversity you're talking about is interesting that. I think from that, not from that alone, obviously, but from a million of those examples, I sort of internalized, okay, any form of outward conflict mm, yeah. or even aggression is a negative thing. Yeah. Never engage, never engage, never engage, no matter what the world is saying to you. And I, I believe in that on a kindness level. Kindness should always be the first and last thing on your, that you think about. But sometimes being nice mm. isn't being kind. Ha. Being nice is seeing someone on the train be racially abused or sexually assaulted and being like, I don't want to bother anyone. I don't get involved. I just, oh. That's being nice. Sometimes being kind of saying, yo, bruv, mm. do you know what I mean? And like, I think that that's something I'm really grappling with right now. That's like, I need to engage in, in, I need to nourish that part of myself more being, it's not just assertive, it's doing good. And that doesn't always mean we have one minute left. So I'm going to try and wrap this up real quick. But being, Good and being present aren't always the same thing no. as being nice, being a nice person. A lot of the time, the seeds of good do not come into fruition in the presence of the one that sowed them. That's the difference between a good guy and a nice guy. A nice guy does what he needs to in the moment to keep the environment nice. 
a good guy will turn over the soil and bring uncomfortability to lay the seed to visually disappear so that in three months time when you reap the harvest and he's nowhere to be seen you remember and you go so that's what he was doing on that note thank you for listening to Spill big love subscribe guys YouTube, Spotify TikTok all that stuff love Letting love exist in love should be the greatest aspiration of our lives. Be it your romantic love, your friends, or your love of collecting niche, rare coins, or whatever weird, wonderful little things you do, you weirdo. Because the intoxication of love isn't a masking of the real world, but rather it's a waking up to it. Love isn't a numbing agent, it's a stark and aggressive reminder of the fact that this precise form of conscious experience is finite and fleeting. Spill Volume 1. Available on paperback. From thinkedenmedia.com.